0: Block talk radio.
1: Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good
0: afternoon. David.
1: And welcome to the encouragement group, the group that we do each and every Friday. We do that because we know that weekends are tough. We know that the grind from Monday to Friday has a pace, has a rhythm. We get used to it, and then the weekend comes with a little more free time and we start getting that wellness disease the idea that somehow I am better or I am good enough, many of you have taken that path. Many of you have left treatment before it's time thinking you've gotten enough done. You showed up at home and you saw the look on people's eyes when you showed up when you weren't supposed to. We started doing this group many years ago because we found out that people were using the weekend as an opportunity to leave And we found that after we started doing this group, we had over a 50% reduction in people leaving on the weekend, so we decided to keep doing it. And we started podcasting uh, a couple of years ago, and it's caught on a little bit. We've got well over 10,000 listeners now, or 10,000 listens. So there are people out there that need encouragement just like you. And when I thought about what I wanted to talk with you today, I am reminded of a movie that most of you guys... And there are a lot of movies that have recovery-related messages, you know? And uh, sometimes we just have to look for it. And uh, many of you, probably most of you, or if not all of you, have seen Willy Wonka. Okay? And I'm going back to the original now, not that Johnny Depp version. And believe it or not, there's a message of recovery in Willy Wonka. Now... Here's the thing, guys. Many of you have been beaten down so many times. Many of you have beaten yourselves down so many times that you come into treatment and you enter recovery and think, I'm not worth it. I don't deserve it. But it's interesting because when you are in group with other peers and you hear other people say, I don't deserve it, I'm not worthy, you're the first person to raise your hand and say, yes, you are. You only reserve that designation of someone not deserving of recovery for you. Have you noticed that? We believe in you, gentlemen. We are your biggest fans. We are your biggest cheerleaders. I believe, we believe, the Friars believe that each and every one of you that is sitting in a chair right now has what it takes not just to get clean but has what it takes to attain sobriety. What is encouragement anyway? What is courage? Courage is the ability to act in the face of something difficult or scary. The ability to act in the face of something difficult or scary. The lifestyle of use to those of you who haven't experienced who ever, for someone who hasn't experienced, that seems scary. But to you, you became comfortable in the chaos. For you, for many of you, recovery seems more scary. That fear of the unknown seems more scary than using in all the consequences in your life. So to encourage is to put that courage in you, to give you that courage to face this difficult task, to face this difficult journey. Gentlemen, people need encouragement like plants need water. The ones who need it the most are the ones who get it the least. All of you have entered into St. Christopher's Inn as discouraged people. All of a, Many of you describe how when you first came in, you couldn't tell the color of people's eyes, but you can tell everyone what shoes they wore. When you stand up here and you separate and you graduate from treatment and you say that line that we hope to hear all of you say, a line that you heard from others before you and didn't believe it was possible for you, when you stand up here and tell your brothers, today I am a good man worthy of love and respect, are you really so foolish as to believe that every man who stands up here and says that believed it when they came walking through the doors, it is possible for you. Now, Willy Wonka, the story of Willy Wonka. We have we have uh, Charlie. Charlie, there's a lot of, of recovery-related messages, messages here. If those of you remember the original Willy Wonka, Charlie is a poor boy living in a poor house with a poor family with a grandfather who was bedridden. Charlie has an opportunity to win a lifetime supply of chocolate and go to the chocolate factory to meet the one and only Willy Wonka. And with his last dollar, Charlie spends it or uh, whatever that money is in London he spends it on a chocolate bar he pulls out that golden ticket and now he has someone to take and he wants to take Grandpa Joe but the problem was Grandpa Joe has been bedridden Grandpa Joe can't walk but Charlie says Grandpa I want you to come with me and suddenly Grandpa Joe was able to get up and walk okay well, that's just a movie, Dave. But the parallel here is that there are many things. And when you were using and you talked about all the things that you couldn't do, so many of you guys said, I will never shoot heroin. <laughs> that's not me. I'll never get to that point. But when you wanted it bad enough, what did you find? Oh yeah, I can do that. So many of you said, I can't steal from my family. I would never do that. I would never cross that line. When it became important enough to you, you did it. When recovery becomes important enough to you, there are many things that you can do that you never thought possible. They go to the chocolate factory and there are four or five other kids and what we see is that along the way, here is the lifetime opportunity, a lifetime supply of chocolate, meeting Willy Wonka, going to the chocolate factory. We shouldn't, you know, we don't look a gift horse in the mouth, right? We don't cheat, we don't... uh, bite the hand that feeds us and what did each and every one of those kids do they all cheated Charlie himself cheated if you remember they drank the fizzy lifting drink fizzy lifting drink they got high (laughs) (laughs) you know they ate the things they weren't supposed to do went into the chocolate river all this stuff they all broke the rules so at the end of the movie, Charlie is the only kid left and he walks into Willy Wonka's office and he says, do I get my lifetime supply of chocolate? And Willy Wonka says, no. And Charlie says, how come? And Willy Wonka says, because you broke the rule. And Grandpa Joe gets mad and he says, You're a crook. You're a thief. And Charlie was holding on to the one gift that he was given. The everlasting gobstopper. And Charlie starts to walk out the door. He turns around. He goes back to Willy Wonka and he puts the everlasting gobstopper on Willy Wonka's desk. And starts to walk out, and I'm getting goosebumps as I tell the story. (laughs) And Willy Wonka stops Charlie, and he says, Charlie, my boy, you've won. And Charlie says, what, I won the lifetime supply of chocolate? And Willy Wonka says, laughs. He says, no, son, you've won everything. What did everything mean? He gave the chocolate factory everything to Charlie. Why? Because he was the one kid who was honest. You think there's not a parallel to recovery in that? We spend so much time trying to take the shortcuts, uh, half measures... I didn't come here to do some of the work. I I came here to do most of the work. Some of you guys will even say I've done more work here than I've done any place else, and yet we tell you we want more. We want you to do all the work. What happens when you're honest? What happens when you put yourself out there? What happens when you allow yourself to be vulnerable? What happens when you face that fear that others might not like you or might reject you because of the work that you're doing? The odds are, the chance is, and when you are honest and do that work, you will win it all. Charlie, Charlie was honest. The honesty, the innocence of a child. Gentlemen, you have that in you. Some of you have taken that leap and have reaped the rewards. You want to know what it means when someone stands up here and says, today I'm a good man worthy of love and respect. That comes through the work. And the good news and the empowering news, the encouraging news, is that all of you has what it takes to do that kind of work. That the rewards are there for you if you're willing to do that good, hard, honest work. Can I have a hallelujah? Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Michael! Any of, you guys ever, uh, any of you guys ever build a model airplane when you were kids on a plastic model? Don't think about or talk about what you did with the glue. You can talk about that in group. I'm just asking you to think about this process of building a model airplane. The instructions say sometimes it gives you all these little parts to put on, and they're very tiny little parts and you have to glue them on just such a way you have to set them. And then the instructions are invariably, at some point in the instructions, it says, let this dry overnight before you put the next piece in, before you proceed on to the next step. Did any of us ever let the darn thing dry overnight? No, we didn't. We were impatient. We didn't follow the directions. We didn't follow the program. So we put the next piece in and then we couldn't get it to stand up straight. It was sagging, it kept sagging, it wouldn't, it wouldn't stay right because we didn't let the piece dry that was underneath it. We didn't follow the program, we didn't follow the instructions, we got impatient, we tried to rush it. You're being given a program here that works. You're being asked to follow some directions, to follow some instructions. Sometimes in high school, the teacher was real nice, and the day before the test, The teacher would say, "Uh, let's do a little review here now. Some of these questions might be on the test, so pay attention. And the teacher gave you the whole test, right? Because they wanted to be nice. They were trying to help you. If they gave me that, if they gave me all the answers, and then I took the test the next day and I put down different things other than what they, they gave me the day before, how stupid am I? They're giving it to me. And then I do something different? That would be stupid. If somebody, if the quarterback from the other team is traded onto my team the day before the championship game, and he knows all the plays of the other team, now we're going to play his former team in the championship game. He knows all the plays of the other team, and he's trying to tell me, I know what they do, here's what they're going to do, here's what you need to look out for, and we don't pay attention to him. How stupid are we? Somebody's trying to give you something here. Somebody's trying to give you direction. Somebody's trying to lay out a program for you. Somebody's trying to give you the answers to the test. Pay attention so that when you take the test, you'll get all the answers right. Have a good weekend. Thank,
1: Thank, you, Michael. Michael. Thank you, Michael. Kevin, you got anything you want to add? Hard act to follow.
0: Uh earlier today I heard two alumni speak and the messages they gave was quite inspiring. And, again, I think that listening to these gentlemen, that there are many men here that at some point in the very near future that you will be separating. And to listen and to plug in, as Michael was saying, and um,
1: have a great weekend. Thank you. We do have a couple of alums in the back. Gentlemen, what brings you back today? Uh, It's good to be home. it's good to be home and see these guys with all the courage taking care of themselves, and that's what keeps me going on the outside. You know, it really does. I call this place my home. Some people may think it's crazy, but it's a beautiful home to have and beautiful friends to have uh, to come back to. So, I just I like I said before, I'm proud of each and every one of you when you're helping me. Thanks.
0: Okay. I'm Brothers Christopher. I uh, can't show these guys that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, experience, strength, and hope. I was here a year ago. And uh, I'm doing good, 13 months sober today, and uh, like I said, I'm a brother's Christmas here, and I'm happy to be back. Now, think about this,
1: right? So many of you guys left treatment programs, you could hear the tires screeching on your way out. So many of you guys left treatment programs where you couldn't wait to get your hands on your drug of choice. Did you ever stop to think why it is that our alumni come back? the way they do there's something special here guys you know i can't tell you exactly what it is you know there's a you know most of you guys you know have been on computers have had computers and and when we go to buy a computer we look for something that says intel intel inside does anybody actually know what intel inside means i don't Yeah, we got a general idea. But when we look for a computer, we we feel a sense of comfort. Oh, yeah, that's got intel inside. Okay, that's good. I want it. I don't know what it means, but I want it. It's very much like recovery. You know, very much like the reasons why our alumni come back. I can't quite necessarily put my finger on what's so good and great and special about this place, but I do want to come back. I do want to rejuvenate. I do want to give back. That's what exists here. Gentlemen, when you realize that this potential lies within you, and when you're willing to get honest and do the work, we find that this is a place where miracles happen. And here at St. Christopher's End, we have the good fortune of seeing miracles happen here every day. At this time, we ask that if you've experienced a miracle, if something has happened to you just in the last week that you didn't think was possible, but it did happen, we ask that you take a moment to share that miracle. Understand that it might not just feel good to know that you've experienced a miracle, but there might be somebody in this room who's got one foot out the door. Maybe your miracle will help them stay another day. So if you've experienced a miracle and are willing to share it, would you please be willing to share it now? Yeah, come on forward. Yeah.
0: Louis P., Track 12. Uh, I was struggling earlier this week with wanting to go. And I was I had it knocking around my
1: head for a couple of days, and I didn't share it, and I didn't want to share it. I was like, what is anything that anyone's going to
0: say to me going to make me feel better and make me want to stay? And I did share it, and I felt 100 times better after, and I've been in a good mood ever since. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, hello. Uh, Edward P., track 4. Not very long ago, I almost left. I got frustrated and angry and all bad things were coming out, and... Uh, because of a policy here I needed to stay one more night and I was going to leave in the morning. I woke up in the morning with a totally different attitude change about everything, realized it was wrong and now I'm going to separate on Monday and uh, that was a miracle that I stayed and when I talked to Tommy, the weekend counselor the next day, he said that was a great lecture about the importance of sharing and I said it was a good message. Tommy said to me, "You are the message." Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Thomas G. Track Eight. Um, I'm leaving in a, on Wednesday, very soon. And uh, my miracle is that I've stuck this program out. I've never finished anything <coughs> in my life. I always gave it 50 percent, not 100. And uh, that is truly my miracle, mm-hmm. and that I have stopped using drugs
1: and found the strength to live a better life thank you you. john l track eight uh my miracle is i was supposed to separate wednesday but my where i'm going
0: my bed wasn't ready and i accepted the fact that if i have to stay here another month or a month and a half so be it because i learned so much and i got so much spiritually humility everything from this place and i'm grateful for that thank you thank you
1: you guys get that the miracles that we're talking about or what I like to call ordinary miracles. You know, we're not talking about landing a man on the moon. We're not talking about landing a plane on the Hudson. We're talking about miracles that are available to all of you. Like my message last week, the harder I work, the luckier I get. It's amazing how when we put forth that effort, how the miracles find their way to us because we're actually moving towards it. Meet in the middle. Gentlemen, people do need encouragement like plants need water. The ones who need it the most are the ones who get it the least. Gentlemen, there are people who have been put in your path here, who have been of service to you. And at this time we ask that if there's someone who has helped you get through a difficult time, maybe they helped you get an assignment done or deal with a tough phone call Maybe they were there for you when you got blown up in group. Maybe you were thinking of leaving and somebody gave you the courage to stay or the words of wisdom you needed to hear at the right time. We ask that you take a moment to recognize them and give them words of encouragement for being there for you when you needed them most. We ask uh, two things that if you uh, do encourage someone to keep in mind uh, these things. One... That encouragement is different than praise. Praise has a tendency to stop at thank you. Encouragement goes the extra step and lets someone know just how their efforts were helpful to me. And we also ask that you try to focus on one or two people at most because when we say I just want to thank the whole community, it loses some of its power. So is there anyone here who's been a source of encouragement um that you'd like to recognize now?
0: Michael K, track 10, I'd like to encourage Joel H. Joel, your ability to uh handle yourself in di- difficult situations and think and act calm, cool and collectively has been a real inspiration as well as your willingness to keep
1: putting your right foot forward and stick this program out. So, how's that helped you? It's helped me because it's gave
0: me the uh willingness <clears throat> to do the same thing and to try and help the next, you know, person that comes in the door and uh you know, it's 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 helped me Wanna
1: stay here and keep doing the right thing.
0: Christian C track ten, I want to encourage Rick F. See here. Oh, H, sorry. No? No? What do you want to say? Well he's been going through a lot of stuff and he's still here and he wants to stick it out in the next thirty days to get a completion and he's showing me firsthand that you know, sobriety comes first and without sobriety. Nothing else is going to help.
1: Great. Thank you. Yeah. Daniel F., Track 3. I want to encourage Rick F. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for coming and getting me and picking me up when I was on that bench with my head down because I was in my head a lot, you know, the negative thoughts and all. I was thinking about the past, and I want to thank you for getting me out of that and keeping me here just one more day. So thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm Brian Smith. I want to encourage George and my man Pete. Where Pete at? Right here. Right here. <laughs> uh, you too, Pete. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But the reason why I want to encourage y'all is because um, y'all know my history, and I and I came in here, I didn't know what to expect. Y'all, are the only two I knew, and I thank y'all, man, just being here. Because it wasn't for y'all, I would have left a long time ago. You got a lot of good feedback. I know your life history. I know where you came from. And I see you now. You're a whole new person, man. Just keep it up. i like to encourage you on that. Pete, you everything, man. You know, you kept me here, and then when I got negative, you was always on me. So I'd like to encourage you, man, for, um, for keeping me here. Uh, thanks a lot. I love both of y'all, man. Uh,
1: good evening, guys. My name is Brian L., Track 5. I want to encourage Mike C., Michael C., and... Um, What's his name? <laughs> Craig L. Sorry. You guys hear them here? Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, just through their devastating injuries, um, they're still here sticking it out just like everyone else, even though it's probably harder to do everything for them than it is for me. And it makes me see, seeing that makes me want to do 100% and not lag on and do what I have to do just to get by. So with that, say Thanks. good evening. Yeah.
0: I'm Solomon. Track ten. I'd like to encourage Brian L. Um,
1: He came in the day before me, and uh, he was kicking, and he was really sick, and I saw him struggling, and he just come off of life support. Mm -hmm. And uh, seeing him go through that struggle, and putting in all that effort, and seeing how hard he's working on his recovery has inspired me to know that if he can do it, I can do it. Thank you. There are powers of example all around. Do you guys realize what just occurred? What just occurred in these words of encouragement? If I were to ask you how many of you guys felt worthless, how many hands would be going up? Right. If I said, how many of you guys thought you were hopeless, how many hands would go up? If I asked you guys how many of you felt or feel valueless because of the lifestyle you were leading, how many hands would go up? And yet each week we do this. And each week we prove that we are capable, that we are valuable, that God don't make no junk. It's interesting, as I'm standing here, I can hear in the background the music for the guys practicing for the coffee house, Right? And we hear so many times guys say, I haven't picked up an instrument in how many years? We hear so many guys say, I can't remember the last time I played an instrument without a chemical in my body. We've heard so many people say, the high I get from playing sober... Takes me back to my childhood when I started playing before I got sober. And the high I have now without chemicals in my body beats any chemical I ever put in my body. There are miracles all around. And they're just waiting. They're just waiting. It's like the low-hanging fruit around here. It's easy if you're willing to do the work. I'm going to shut this thing down now and remind people that if you'd like more information about St. Christopher's Inn, you can find us on the web at www.stchristophersinn.org. You can find all kinds of information about upcoming events and admissions information and uh, our thrift shop. So uh, find us out on on the Internet. Uh, Until next time, we wish you peace, serenity, and sobriety.